Okay, this is part two of the online dating quadrilogy, I believe is what it's going to be, uh, from Crowd Interference, and I am here with Damien Salty G of various uh, different places around the internet so <laughs> to his dulcet tones and such. So uh, how you doing, guy? I'm good, brother. I'm actually really excited to talk about uh, online dating because that's all I've ever done in real life, man, because it's hard out there, bro. Same, <laughs> same. especially for people like, so I am very much an introvert. Yeah. So with that being like, folks like, oh, why do you do that all the time? I was like, dude, in my work life, I don't meet people outside of people that are in their 40s and 50s usually, or the people that are my age are married. Right. And I don't like I don't like clubs. I don't like I don't really like bars unless I'm going there with a group of my friends. Like, mm -hmm. and I don't worry about anybody else that's there. Like, this the internet has been a gateway to meet people, and you know, shit is shit. <laughs> it's worked out pretty well so far. You know, had some weird experience, had some good ones, some bad ones. You know, but it comes. I mean, that's that's all the fun. You know, the fun of it all is like it's. What did they say in Forrest Gump? Life's like a box of chocolate. Chocolates? You don't yeah. know what you're gonna get. Yeah. He's Boy, I tell you what, <laughs> that is not the truest thing when it comes to online dating. Uh, yeah, so what's your background as far as like online? I am a, okay, folks, uh, settle in. I, I am not just Puerto Rican, apparently. Uh, I am also part Japanese, part Italian. Thank you to those DNA tests that they had going all over the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm from Africa, so I have a lot of different genealogies going on right now inside of me. So my dating history as a heterosexual man growing up on the Lower East Side of Manhattan in New York back in the day, not now because, you know, it's trendy now, but back in the hood, uh, there wasn't a lot of prime real estate. And, you know, so we had to retreat to safer pastures. And for me, that was the Internet. And right when online dating started for me, because you had all these different types of club sites like Black Planet, Mi Gente, you know, College Club, because, you know, I go back. So you just took it back. Holy shit. So that is one of those like the first, you know, besides AOL chat rooms and, you know, because you don't know if you're talking to like a fat guy named Paul. Right. Or, you know, ICQ for those who don't know ICQ. ICQ. Wow, you are taking it back today. Wow. So, so you had like these these cultural sites, you know, like Mehente and Black Planet, etc. And that was it was supposed to be just for socialization, but we wind up using it for dating sites. And I can tell you right now, uh, the vast majority of my early dating history in the online dating world was through Mehente.com. So same. <laughs> shout out to Mehente.com for back in the day. So, uh, okay, so, uh, like, full disclosure, I lost my virginity because of mihente.com. <laughs> so, but, like, so there was, like, a cluster of sites that I forgot what the what the uh, company that owned all of them, but you had Black Planet, mm -hmm. Mijente, and then you had Asian Avenue. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so, like, and it was the same thing. So, like, you had... Like it was supposed to be this so you know social networking type site. So like these, this is back before that there was MySpace or uh, Facebook or Facebook. Like you know this is this is before any the even the idea of something like Twitter even existed, right? Mm -hmm. So like for people that are younger than us, like in 
I'm 32 now. So it's like I was raped just coming out of high school right around when this stuff became big. And like, yeah, like you, these were the core ones, especially for people of color, because you had like the other, like the major dating sites, like the match.coms and Yahoo personals was another one. Yahoo personals, man. (laughs) Yeah. But this whole but like when it came to for people of color like black planet mihente was the shit <laughs> like <laughs> you had there you could put your stupid little graphics with the fucking <laughs> glittery ass oh yeah the html with the background music and the oh, yeah. oh, whatever sparkles you are throwing that joint oh. mean playlist so yeah like back in the days when we would all uh pose with clothing that was way too fucking big <laughs> that was you know uh yeah, yeah, that was back in the day. Wow. Back in the days of AOL Instant Messenger, MSN chat rooms. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I had come, I had We're old about right now, don't we? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like folks like kids that grow are growing up now have no clue how like easy they have it when it comes to like social networking. And like we it used to like there was no there was no okay, we're going to go and do, you know, I'm just going to go meet a few people and I can do a backwards search on their picture to see if they're actually real or not. Oh my God. No. Yeah, we didn't have that. No, nope. we didn't have that. We just, it just got to the point that you started seeing the same, like 15 chicks. <laughs> you saw the same pictures being used all the damn time. Like there was one chick in particular. She was a Polynesian chick. I believe she was from Hawaii. But she made like, anti-tail. No, uh, no, 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 no. But, <laughs> but like the thing is, she, like especially like on Black Planet and Mihente, like I saw her pictures all the time. I was like, what? And then finally, like once I got older, like it was like four or five years ago, I actually found the actual girl's <laughs> like Facebook page out of nowhere. Like it just kind of showed, and she was like, she had this whole post about how like she felt terrible because like people had been using her pictures for over a decade now to scam people out of stuff. And it was like, damn, I feel really bad for her. But yeah, man, it was, it was, it was, it was tough back in the day. It was tough back in the day. Yeah. We didn't have any swipe rights back in the day. Oh God, no, no. Like, and if you did go on a dating site, you had to pay. There were, there were no free dating sites. Uh, You know, everything was, if you, if you wanted to pay, if you wanted to do like a match.com or a Yahoo person was like we said, you had to shell out like 35, 40 bucks a month. Like it wasn't like now where you can go on some things and do like a, you know, 15 like bucks or whatever. Whatnot. Mm-hmm. Right. Or okay, Cupid, where, you know, you can pay if you want to. But yeah, that was, uh, that, that, that was some shit. That was some shit back in the day. <laughs> so. But, but yes. I've had a lot of, you know, in my whole dating online history, man, we've all had good, bad, and ugly dating moments. Uh, I can honestly tell you, I've met some psychos in my life because of online dating. Yes, I've had right. women that didn't want to leave my apartment because of online dating. Yep. Like, you know, you try to nudge them out and they don't leave. Or, you know, in one other case, I had a woman fly across country and she wanted to leave. Right. <laughs> You know, you got those nesters, man. It's like, what? Right, right. Eat it. Move. Yeah. No, like I've had I've had the experiences where like 
especially in my younger 20s, I moved fast. Mm-hmm. Like, no two ways about it. Just the way that my energy is set up, one thing tends to lead to another very quickly. And would have those situations where they would like, when I say refuse to leave, like I'm talking refuse to leave. They want to stay the weekend. And I was like, this was back when I was still living with my mom and my mom would go on, she'd go to her boyfriend's at that time, her boyfriend's house for the weekend. Mm -hmm. So I would have from Friday night until bachelor pad, bachelor pad, essentially. And I'm like, yo, you got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I'm My not mom supposed come to come on, beat you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not supposed to have folks here while she's gone. Like, I had plenty of situations where, you know, when you're young and you instead of throwing condoms in the trash, you flush them down the toilet and then they come back up the toilet. My mm. mom's like, What happened here? I was like, Oh, the complex said that there was a backup in the sewer lines. <laughs> You're just making up random oh, nonsense. Up bullshit. Like, shit, she would call the complex, too. It was just like, oh, God. And every time I would have to go up to the complex to pick up uh, something, like, the chick that was up there had a crush on me, and she would just look at me sideways. I was like, oh, God, she came up here, didn't she? Uh, yep. It's like, oh, this is... Huh. <laughs> this is just a tad bit awkward. Just a tad little bit, bit awkward. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's very much you have the good and the bad. And like I've had far more good than I have had bad experiences. But when you have those bad experiences, there's no like it was kind of bad. It's always it was a pretty good experience. We just didn't, you know, we ended up dating. We it was a pretty good experience. We just weren't clicking. Or you had the ones where it's like they won't leave. They start stalking. You know, like they're adding like adding my friends on Facebook and I'm like, yo, I haven't even added you as a friend on Facebook. And two, how did you find me on Facebook? That's a little uh, creepy. Right, 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 right. Just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. So like, how has it, what do you think has changed? What's been the most interesting change that you've seen from back in the days of Mi Gente and Black Planet? Man, it's just so now? easy now. Like there's no, you don't got to put work in. I'm, 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 right. Please, ladies, if you're listening, I'm sorry for saying it like that, but let's be real here. Because of the internet, we have this innate ability to, as humans, we got the microwave generation. Mm-hmm. Boom, next. Like you said, keep it moving real fast, you know? so Instant gratification. Exactly. So we got those swipe rights. We have those likes on OkCupid. Okay you know, you don't got to go through eHarmony or... Or what was that? What's the other one? Um, not match. Plenty of fish. Plenty. Oh God, the bottom of the barrel. Jeez. That is literally the bottom of bar- bottom of the barrel. And funny story, my one of my worst dating experiences was from Plenty of Fish. Same. Um, so l- let me set the stage. Damon is about twenty three at this point. Twenty three, twenty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, living alone. East Harlem rent control department. Thanks to my parents. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Uh, and you know, I'm talking to this girl, and she's a little bit more curvier than I'm used to. I'm used to, but she seemed real chill. So I'm like, all right, let's watch a movie. Like, legitimately, I wanted to watch a movie. You know, so this is like the first like Netflix and chill situation probably ever. Right. Um, and homegirl comes in. And yo, she did the proverbial take the coat off and not wearing nothing but negligee. Yeah. 
and I'm like, yo, does this only happen in the movies? And right. Thinking, <laughs> I really wish this was someone I really wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. So I made every reason to not be next to the girl. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm trying to watch the movie. We're talking. We're vibing. And she just wasn't getting the hint. Right. So she wanted to stay over after the movie was over. And I still hadn't touched her at this point because nope, wasn't going to happen. Uh, and I said, listen, if you're too tired or you're a little tipsy, that's cool. You can sleep in my room and I'll sleep on the couch. Right. Hint, hint. She's like, oh, no, why don't you sleep with me? I'm like, I don't like sleeping in bed with other people. <laughs> I like my space. <laughs> And then she turned around and asked me, like, why did I ask her to come over if she was if nothing was going to happen? I said, because I asked you to watch a movie like I literally had to spell it out and say, I'm not sleeping with you today. So you have the option of either chilling or going home. Going home. Right. She went home. Thankfully, God. But that's that's for me. That's the difference is that it's so easy to just get a like, especially if you just want a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of situation. Right. Quick. And you can yeah. just swipe right, go on one date with another person, take care of that business, or if that don't go well, go on date number two, like three hours later. Like, you right. can compartmentalize your schedule based on the amount of likes or, or, or right swipes that you get on a given day. Like. Yeah. Holy crap, if this is really the ADHD uh, ADHD generation when it comes to online dating. Definitely, yeah. It, it has been, like, I remember back in the days, like, because now it's, and what I noticed back in the day, and, like, I had, like, full disclosure, I was, I became very, because you kind of have a metamorphosis over the time, over the period that you are, and online dating because like with men what what men experience and what women experience in the online dating realms two completely different things mm-hmm. like women get bombarded 24 7 365 about stuff like the average all of my uh female friends all of them have inboxes that are, have hundreds of unread messages we're lucky if we get like <laughs> 10 in a month, mm-hmm. you know? So you have this, you have these situations, what essentially happens is you have guys, you'll start out and you will have like these well thought out messages and everything's nice. And you're actually trying to, you know, be nice and try to get to know somebody. And then you keep on doing that so many times and you don't, you don't get replies, right. you know, with us back then, especially, we didn't know how bad it was, right? Because online dating was still a taboo subject. So then as you continue sending messages to these people and you don't get answers and then you start getting fed up with that and then your messages start to get shorter and less you know, creative and less tailor-made to the person that you're talking to, to whereas you just have the hey or a pie or hey there messages that you're sending to people. <laughs> and like... I became bitter for a while about things because I wouldn't get responses back. And, you know, especially if I was just sending a hey or back then a sup message. Uh, Like, and now that you have, like, now that we have all of this, it's crazy that that's, it's kind of come full circle. That's what everybody does now. Like, you get, you know, you get a swipe right on Tinder. It's a match. It's a hey, a hi. (laughs) That's it, you know? And it's just Mm -hmm. like, some people and the thing is like some people want that some people don't like it's 
I have, you know, you'll I'll come across these profiles where like women are like, just say hi. I don't need you to write a novel. And then you have others where it's like, oh, I need you to write, <laughs> like I need you to write something with substance. And I'm like, oh, I'm so confused. What what am I supposed to do? <laughs> what am like I supposed dissertation. to? Yeah. Right, man. right. It's like, do I need to? Do I have to? Do I do a dissertation? Like, is a paragraph too long? Is two sentences too much? And then of course you have like now these profiles where it's just ask me. I'm like, what am I supposed to ask you? Like, I need a jumping off point to start yeah. a conversation. You know, like yeah, but yeah, definitely the instant gratification. Uh, age definitely at least they didn't ask you for your credit score up front because that's a thing right. too yeah 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 depending on what app you're on so like so since we were talking about like plenty of fish earlier plenty of fish like there's a hierarchy amongst websites plenty of fish is the bottom of the barrel it is yes. it is like no disrespect to people of a lower income but you notice a difference between websites such as Match, especially Match, uh, eHarmony, any other of the pay-only sites. Mm -hmm. Notice that there is a difference when people actually have to pay for access to something. You know, like they tend to be more thoughtful. It's you know, you don't see a, you don't see profiles that are essentially just prostitution profiles. Like you don't see stuff like that. You don't see, you know, you don't see catfish. You don't see either. right. You don't really see catfish pages or anything like that. So, like, plenty of fish is just it's open to whomever. And for the longest time, like, you had like so you would have all the different sections of do you want to depending on what you're looking for. You know, if you just want to hook up, if you just want if you want to date but nothing serious, you just want friends. Which if you're on a dating website looking for friends. Stop lying to yourself. You're not gonna. Uh, it's it, that's not a thing. <laughs> uh, so you know, long term relationship. You want to you want to get married, and like for the longest time they had a casual sex or only sex. Oh, I remember option. that. And then he like the uh, guy that runs the website was like, "Yeah, I'm just taking this away." Because it was literally nothing but grown men messaging other grown men with pictures of women. Uh, no, no. <laughs> right. So he took that away. And another thing that he took was he was like, he was feeling very uh, moral, morally superior when it was like, hey, there is no reason that a 46-year-old man should be uh, messaging an 18-year-old. So he put an age gap restriction to where you could only message people of a certain age range. Right. So, which I do believe they should put on every website. It's, it's, yeah. No. Uh, they need to, because you can't have a 55-year-old dude hitting on a 25-year-old girl. I'm sorry, man. No. Right, yeah. There's like, a website for that. It's called, like, sugardaddies.com or something. Exactly. And they're like, oh, I'm not, I'm, I don't, we don't believe you. You need more people. <laughs> so, but, yeah, like, you have all of these very, and, like, so, Here's something that I've run into, and I talked to uh, on the last episode of this. I talked to Aaron about it, and it came up about uh, we were in the sex conversation about fetishization, mm. and like because uh, we had brought it up during about the whole cuckold thing, and yeah. even outside of the sexual connotations of it, have you ever run into times where you people are wanting to date you? specifically because of your ethnic background mm. yes i have actually uh <laughs> online once or twice but more so in my real life especially in college 
you know, being Latino in a predominantly white school, uh, that made me a target for white women who mm-hmm. thought, hey, he's different. Right. And it also helped that I was one of the few dormitory students who actually dressed up for class. Right. So I, I was looking like I was going to the club every day right. <laughs> while at the dorm, you know, so it's like, oh, hello. So I used to develop a bit of a nickname, but I, I don't know if I should tell that to the audience, but uh, <laughs> let, let's just say it's, it's somewhere, something akin to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You just put that together in your head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yes, I've had a lot of women who have wanted to date me because of my ethnicity. Like it was some sort of conquest or, right. uh, you know, like some sort of trophy. Like I had sex with a Puerto Rican man. Like what? Yes. Yeah. So my first, I guess you could say my first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you, if you could really call that, but I was in high school. She only dated me because I was black. And like at the time, this was before I was woke or any of that thing. And she was just like. Like, she would just make these comments that I would just kind of ignore. You know, she's like, oh, my God, if my dad knew that I was dating you, he would just be so upset. And it turned her on, didn't it? Oh, God, did it ever. And, like, this is something that I – and well into uh, college, it was the same thing. I would date white women, and I would have – it's that same thing. Like, oh, my God, like, you, (laughs) you have to meet my parents. They are just going to be so shocked. And I'm like – uh, and then that was right around when I started to see the world. I started to open my eyes and I was like, oh, like, oh, yeah. I get that now. You're uh, sta- dating on like some reverse status thing. Right. I was like, we can't. That's that's not cool. And like the the nail in the coffin, uh, not even the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, <laughs> this was an entire pile of lumber that fell on top of the camel. I was dating a girl. And we are about to get down to the get down. Mm-hmm. She says, fuck me with your nigger dick. I said, all right. Well, oh, no, 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 no. That's why I put the stop sign up. No. We're done here. We are done here. <laughs> You're done forever. <laughs> done here. And like, and that's the thing. Like I've had that same, I've talked about that with a, a lot of my friends that are like, so majority of my friends are African-American, Latino, and Asian, mm-hmm. uh, mostly Southeast Asian. And like they've all had those same experiences where they have become fetishized. And even amongst my female friends, it's the same thing, especially my Asian female friends. Like the the whole yellow fever thing is it is one of the most maddening things that I have ever run into. Like mm-hmm. I have one of my, one of my friends, he was one of my best friends for the longest time. One day he came to work and just said, you know what? I've got the fever. I'm only going to date Asian women from now on. And uh, yeah, literally from then on, only dated Asian women. Like, and, and like the reasoning behind it was some of the most stereotyped horse shit that I have ever, 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 ever heard. So like, and, and yeah, like it is the, the whole fetishization amongst, and like you'll see on profiles too. So like, you'll have either you have the straight up racists that are like on the profile, no blacks, <laughs> no, uh, you know, whatever minority they don't want to. Right. I only date Jewish guys. Right. Right. And it's like completely understand when things have something to do with like 
culture. backgrounds, culture mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Completely understand. I'm not going to, uh, you, you know, like, but when it's like, when you have something on your profile, like, I don't date black guys. Ew. Or, you know, like, no spicks. And it's just like, ah. Uh, yeah. And, like, so one of my uh, friends is gay. And he talks about, like, he actually runs a full, I don't know if he still updates or not, but all of the shit that he sees on Grinder, god damn, it's, it's equal parts hilarious and depressing at the same time. Where you'll have, like, the whole cold words where they're like, no chocolate, no rice, no burrito, or no tacos. And it's like, what? Oh, like, right, right. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? What the? Oh, hell no. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it is, it, it's like the whole fetish, like, racism and fetishization thing is one of those things. They run hand in hand uh, mm-hmm. online. And it's just like, it, it's just one of the weirdest Weirdest, weirdest occurrences to, you know, to have happen to you, like when it does happen, like especially if you've never experienced it before and it, when it does happen to you, it's just like, oh, oh God, this, this is a real thing. Right. Oh my goodness. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like this at all. <laughs> I don't, I need an adult. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, I need an adult scream. Yeah. That always helps. But yeah, so like, so what have been some of your like positive experiences from online dating? Wow, that's going that's going to take a, a thirty second thought process. Okay, I can honestly say, if it wasn't for like the the motif of, of online dating, I would not be as well versed with dealing with the female species. As I am. And that's not to be disrespectful. It's because I went on so many really rough and rough dates with with women online. It got me to really understand what I wanted in a relationship. Right. That in and of itself, you know, the process of, of elimination or just just I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. You know what you want. So. I can say thank you to online dating for allowing me to be able to know the kind of woman that I want to spend the rest of my life with, because that's awesome. When you finally get to that end goal, cause you know, that's the point. It's not because you want to go putting your dick in everything, but yeah, at least for us, like for me and, and for you, but that's the, that's the good part of it all. I can honestly tell you, I've met some really wonderful human beings. Like, Right. I'm not going to even say like there were bad girlfriends or anything like that. They were wonderful humans, you know, it just didn't work out and I respect them and love them all the same. But if anything, it actually helped me to respect women more because whenever a woman would tell me that it didn't work out with, and she would tell me, Oh, it's not you. It's me. The whole cliched excuse. I wouldn't be upset about it anymore. I would actually want back in the day feedback to say like, okay, so what kind of person are you interested in? Cause if I have, if I know a person, cause it, it became like hooking everybody up, like, you know, like being a matchmaker at that point. So for me, it built a lot of good relationships, personal relationships. Uh, for me, I can honestly tell you I've been in love because of online dating. I think that is the greatest thing I can, I can put out there. I know what being in love with a person is. I know what loving a person is. Right. I know, I know the emotional sacrifices especially if you're doing online dating and you don't really live in the same zip code. Cause I've done long distance. 
Yeah. No. Because of online dating and in the right way, not some like, oh, I'm trying to get lucky in a weekend. But to allude to an earlier point you made about just the fetishization, if it wasn't for online dating, I wouldn't know anything about this stuff. To be honest with you, like, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, cuckold. I didn't need porn to know about that. I right. knew about it because of online dating because women would tell me about experiences like that. Right. And I'm thinking, holy shit storm. Like, all right, this is something that normal people do. And that's okay. I learned to respect and understand. And I know I'm sounding a little bit too last mark standing for, for this kind of question, but. Eh, it is what it is, man. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Like, I, I am a humanist first. And if it wasn't for online dating, I wouldn't love humans like I do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be pissed off, you know, as much if it wasn't for online dating because let's, let's face facts, there's a bunch of creepy, crazy, you know, women and men out there. Uh, if I can at least share one more crazy, crazy girl story uh, mm -hmm. with the audience. I went on, and this is from eHarmony. So this one's you would think would check out, right? Because it's eHarmony. So these are people that are legitimately trying to find somebody. Right. Okay. Damien at this point is out of grad school. I want to say I'm about 28. I'm going out with a woman who has a double master's in both education and I believe child psychology. So on paper, nice, right? You would think. We go out. At first, we I was kind of sheepish to go out with her because she was kind of aggressive, like she wanted to be the one to meet up. She wanted to set the, you know, where we're going to go this down and third. So she was a control freak. I knew off the bat. So I say, hey, look, I'm coming, you know, from my weekend job. Let's meet up at a wine bar. You know, no, no, no pressure. Just if we vibe, we vibe, whatever, whatever. Cool. Dude, I kid you not. Within the first 20 seconds of me meeting her in person. Now, don't get me wrong. She was attractive, had brains. I would, I, I thought... First words out of her mouth and part of my French was saying it. Oh, what up, nigga? Right. <laughs> that was the first word out my mouth, out her mouth. She called me a nigga. And then she said she was talking about all these like hood booger things she liked to do. Mm -hmm. And I don't date that. I tried that once. I tried that one on mehente.com. So thanks for that too. Uh, I tried that once. Didn't work out too well. Every fifth word, my friend, was a curse word out of this woman's mouth. And I'm thinking, you teach children? Right. <laughs> How in the name of all that is holy do you teach children with not only your ghetto-ass thought process, but your just your, your whole, like, oh, you, don't, you bought me to a wine bar? What, you thought you were going to get me drunk? I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? Like, right. <laughs> this... Mm, so, it was not going anywhere. Like... It wasn't. And I thought she felt the same way. Like, all right, no fuss, no muss, whatever. Goodbye. I called my boy to rescue me. Like, you know how women got the escape plan? Right. I called my boy to be like, yo, come in the neighborhood and just be like, yo, D, I got tickets to this thing. You want to go? Because I was about to leave. So my boy goes, yeah, I'll, I'll come get you. So in the process of him coming to get me, she goes to talk to her, you know, on the phone to a friend. She comes out and says, hey, my friends are trying to go somewhere. Do you want to come with me? And I'm like, wait, what? Were you not on the same date I was on? Right. <laughs> so, you know, I said, no, nah, you know, I, I think it's best that we kind of, you know, go our separate ways here. No harm, no foul, whatever. Two days later, dude, she calls me on a random Tuesday and tells me she had a great time. 
that she can't wait to see me again. Right. <laughs> that I'm not like any other guy she's met before. So I had to tell her, are you sure you're talking to the right guy? Because this is Damien G here. Uh, right. I'm not, any, I'm not anyone else you, you might be mistaken me for. She goes, oh, I know who I'm talking about. I can't wait to take that romantic walk with you that we talked about. Wow. I went, it's not going to work out. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> we're, we're just too different. And then she cussed me out right afterwards. I hung up the phone. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy how you can be on the same date. And like, cause I think what happens and this is one of those things, especially with like eHarmony. So like, so that's one of the, the other things too. So like with match, it's still, you're just dating to date, right? Yes. With things like eHarmony and others, like the other super serious ones, you are in there to like, you, I need to have, like, I am, you know, exclusively looking for a long-term relationship, usually leading to marriage. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've learned in life is that if you continually look for something, you will find it, even if it's not actually there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, like, I, and I've had that situation too, where like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see the red flags in conversations or on dating profiles. I would right. just see, okay, I'm attracted to this person and we have a couple things in common. Let's see where it goes. And they will be like, oh, like you said, like, oh my God, like I could see, you know, I can see the rest of my life with you. And I was like, yo, we've only, we went on one date and we've only been, <laughs> we've been hanging out for 20 minutes. Like, come on like, now. Right. Like we've only been talking for like maybe two weeks or so and been on one date and maybe talk on the phone like four or five times. Like this is, no, nah, this 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 isn't you know, <laughs> this isn't this isn't that this this isn't that like you gotta you know you gotta chill with that and sure enough like get cursed out oh you lied about such and such and such and such I'm like I didn't lie about anything like you were the one that brought up this whole you know about <laughs> marriage and this is that and the other and like it's like it's it's amazing to me how people will look past all of the, and I like, truthfully, I think that's why like the divorce rate is so high now, especially like, cause you know, folks like to say that they didn't online date, but the majority of the people that are out there have dated online and have met people online. And you know, you have those situations where people looked past all of the red flags as to why this person would not be compatible with me. And they'll just be like, okay, well, they check all of these things that I have on my list, but all of these other things that are going to cause problems or could cause problems online, eh, we'll just hope that they don't come up. We'll, we'll just hope that they that they don't come up. But sure enough, they almost always do, you know? And like, because I've been single for now for about three years. Like mm-hmm. I had one really intense relationship for like about a good six months in 2014 from online dating and it just just didn't work out like we were just weren't at in in the right places at the right time in our lives for it to work out properly but like after like and like you said earlier like i have met a great many women that have we didn't work out, but I still, you know, some of them I'm still friends with, you know, like we had great times and we helped each other learn what we actually want in a relationship or a person for, you know, whatever I'm looking for in the future. So yeah, like it's, you know, there are the, you do get those, those positives that come along with the negatives uh, as well when it comes to, 
the whole online dating thing. And like, one of the things, cause like I, I'm one of those people that's very forthcoming with all of my, all of the things that are like important to me or that are like uh, key parts of my personality and things that I'm interested in. Cause like a lot of times you'll go on, you know, dating profiles, like for me, so this is what I like to do. So if I, when I start on the site, if I'm about to start a profile or whatever, I'll just leave a blank profile and I will go and look on the men's and the women's side just to see what profiles look like. And dudes' profiles tend to all look the fucking same. Like, it's it's the same shit all the time. I'm a chill dude that does this. And I'm, you know, really laid back. And it's like, fuck, why do we all have that same goddamn uh, description? <laughs> and, like, but so with me, like, I make sure to put out, like, I'm into geeky things. I'm into pro wrestling. I watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, I don't want anything to come, you know, out of left field and, like, catch you off guard and you be like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, you need to know up front, like, this like, is what I like. Exactly. You need to know up front that this is what I like. Like, I'm probably not going to listen to 21 Savage with you. You know, I'll probably be listening to, you know, Madonna's Lucky Star in the car at some point and you are just going to have to deal with it. Uh, <laughs> but, like, yeah, so one of the things that, like, a lot of times is how people react to certain things on profiles. So like, for instance, RuPaul's Drag Race is one of them. (laughs) Um, So there's three things. So there's pro wrestling, RuPaul's Drag Race, and the fact that I like anime and K-pop. Nice. That's like the grand slam of like awesome. Oh yeah. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But you'll have these situations. So I am in Atlanta. And Atlanta is yeah. a Atlanta is a very interesting area. It's a very high black population. Uh, there's actually there's also a very high LGBTQA plus uh, population here as well. Mm-hmm. And like in 2004, a guy down here wrote an article about the DL okay. that has completely fucked over. Any man in it in Georgia up until now, because anything that is seen as less than masculine is automatically seen as, oh, you must be on the DL. Like, I like drag race, I like creativity, I like music, especially people that can like lip sync really well, people that are really good at like makeup and stuff like that. I love that. Like, that's a talent, yeah, right. Project Runway, America's Next Top Model my shit <laughs> right <laughs> so we'll have those like you know they'll see that on the profile or i'll bring it up in conversation and they'll be like are you sure you're straight like yes i'm i am positive that i'm straight or if with pro wrestling and they're like oh my god you're so immature like what does what? pro wrestling i was like what does pro wrestling have to do with i was like you watch like you you watch love and hip-hop exactly <laughs> It's like you watch love and hip hop, <laughs> love and hip hop, but I can't watch my pro wrestling <laughs> or and the other thing too. So if I so being and this is this is like the trifecta. So I like anime, I like K-pop, and I've been to Japan twice. What do you think they think? Automatically, oh, you must be obsessed with Asian women. Yeah, you you got the fever, right? It's like no, I've actually only dated one Asian woman my entire life. I just like the culture. I just like the culture, like. K-pop is the shit. 
anime is awesome and fucking Japan has great food. (laughs) (laughs) Literally went back the second time. I went back to Japan for to take pictures and to get good ramen. That is it. Oh, ramen. I've been ramen. It's so good. It's so good. Like we have some good ramen places down here, but it just it doesn't compare. Like there's a ramen place that we went to. There are roaches crawling around outside. Didn't give a fuck. That shit was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, back to. <laughs> <laughs> so like, have you run into that where you're like, you put out what your interests are and you will get like people. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, make- definitely. Because similar to what you just said, when, you know, back when I was doing online profiles, you have me listing that I liked anime and I liked wrestling and I liked, you know, like, Japanese stuff because I said my favorite place I wanted to visit was Japan. Right. So right off the bat, it's like, oh, you're you're Japanese. I was like, well, well, before I knew I was, it was like, no, I just like the culture. The, oh, and, and just like you said, they all thought, oh, you probably only date Japanese women. And I'm like, really? That that's the first thing that comes to your mind? Or another thing is that used to irk me is when I would say, like, I actually enjoy in-depth conversations. Right. Right off the bat. Oh, you must be gay. Right. And it's like, know, how does what? <laughs> you I'm know? being nice to you and having a nice conversation and actually treating you with respect, even though I don't want to sleep with you, you know what I mean? Because it's not that kind of vibe that makes right. me gay. Right. Okay. Well, because I'm be not, you know, like I'm not wearing a wife beater, you know, whistling hey mommy, you know, or singing whatever daddy Yankee songs out there. You know, it doesn't make me any less a, of a Latino man or anything like that, but you know. Because I, I'm not rocking the wife beater, I got to be gay, right? Right. That's, that's how it is. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, like, and I remember, like, my, so, end of the 2000s, around that time, like, mm-hmm. I stopped, I'll say probably around, like, 2006, 2007 is when I started to stop following the crowd and what essentially is you're supposed to be as a black man. Like, you know, you're supposed to wear all of the urban gear and listen to the same things. And it was like, yeah, no, that's just really not for me. I started wearing clothes that fit properly. You know, Mm -hmm. like I'm wearing shirts that have Bruce Lee and Che Guevara and, you know, comic book characters and all of that stuff. And this is that and the other. And it would just be like, would just have, like automatically people would have these connotations as to, oh, you must be such and such and such and such. What? No, not at all. <laughs> like, no, like, what are you like, pulling this out of from? Right, and like, especially when it came to music, and that was one of the things uh. that used to irk me, especially amongst the black community, because one, so many of us don't actually know the history of our music and popular music as it is now. Yes, like, and about to blow some people's minds that might be ending up that listen to this. But the majority of all popular music right now was produced initially by black people. Yeah, exactly. Rock and roll, Mm -hmm. black people. Hip hop, black people. Electronic dance music. Yes, thank you. It started in Detroit, if I remember correctly. And because folks are like, oh, it all started over in, you know, in Europe. Nope. It started in Detroit, and then it did not sell over here. So they would then travel over to Europe, and it became popular over there. Look up the history of house music. You will learn a lot. 
Like the BBC actually did a really good documentary on it. But there was like, and I would run into them like, oh yeah, I listened to EDM. And this was way before like EDM became like popular, like before dubstep. So back in the days when I was listening to Daft Punk and, you know, uh, all the others like Afrojack and all that type of stuff. And like, mm-hmm. they're just like, oh my God, you listen to quote unquote white people music. And white like, music. Oh, oh God. Oh. How do you... Please look up your history. <laughs> Please look up your history. So, yeah, like that was one of those things too. It was just like how so many people stereotype things, and it was just like, oh well, you must only date white women. And I was like, yeah. like I no, like I I am an equal opportunity employer when it comes to who <laughs> I date. Like you know, this is you know I go with who I vibe with, and. You know, slowly it has gotten better because everything's become, you know, acceptable. Like I remember in high, in middle and high school, I was one of the only black kids in all, all the schools I was in that actually skateboarded. And like, you know, for me now, seeing that like it's just, you know, black kids skateboard all the time, like kind of warms my heart every time I see it because it's just an acceptable thing. Because uh, back then, like flat out had feet people tell me, oh, yeah, you're not supposed to be doing that. And I'm like, fuck you mean? Like, <laughs> like what am I supposed to do it? I was like, is is the board and the bike races? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, but yeah, so like a lot of things have become more acceptable over the time. So like I have it, it happens less now than it did, you know, a while back. But it was just like some, just just like the craziest things would happen. So I'm pretty sure you've had the same, same kind of, of things. <laughs> and to, also another thing that, that used to irk me a lot in my online dating time is when, you know, you have that first phone conversation with the person. Right. And, and the person's voice can make or break you. Yeah. You know, like the whole connection, because I kid you not. Uh, and uh, we don't talk anymore, so she's not going to care. But there was a girl a while ago, many, many a year ago. I want to say like nine years ago. She was like a computer programmer. Again, good on paper. Uh-huh. But after that first phone conversation, dude, she sounded like she smoked 10 packs a day, man. Yeah, and, and I'm a- like. I no no that killed yeah. it. And me. the thing is, like, I love a husky voice. Like, mm-hmm. I I love a woman. Like, I've got a. I generally just have a thing for androgyny. Period. But like, <laughs> like a a woman that's got like a raspy voice, like Scarlett Johansson. Whew, it's yeah, it's it's amazing. But yeah, like so back in the days before FaceTime, <laughs> the kids have like it would have to be a phone call, and the phone call was always awkward it Mm -hmm. it it was never there was never a time when you call and it just was natural like there's there was like maybe one time that i had a phone call where it it took 30 minutes to to get the ball rolling essentially because it's just like oh so what do you do oh okay cool i do this so what else are you into? And it's just like, oh, this paint by numbers bullshit. Oh, I hate <laughs> pulling of the teeth, man. That gets so drastic after a while. It's like, really? We know within the first 10 minutes of conversation, if I want to keep talking to you, let's, right. not, let's not draw this out any longer than I have to. Right. And it's like now with like, especially now with the whole FaceTime thing. So it's like, oh yeah, let's just FaceTime. I was like, yo, let me, let me make sure that we even have anything in common before I decide that we should you know facetime facetime because yeah. f- that's all that's even more awkward because you're just sitting there staring at each other <laughs> through the phone like dum 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 you know like, it's like 
It's like, oh, yeah, so, uh, hmm. I used to have a rule where if I'm going to have more than, like, a a two-hour conversation with you, we could have just met up in person. Like, Right, exactly. I'm not wasting too much time back in the day. I wasn't wasting a lot of time, like three hours, four hours. You know, if we're going to talk that long on the phone, we're going to meet up sooner rather than later because I don't want to keep having these phone conversations. And then when you finally meet up in person, there is no in-person chemistry. Right. You know, and that's, I think that is a big, I don't even know if it's changed now, but it's a big deal when it comes to online dating because dude, we can have this computer screen and we can protect our flaws and, you know, social media makes us seem like we're gods and goddesses. Yeah. But but when you got to face the farmer squad face to face, man, you better be, Five foot ten, you know, you better right, be yeah. talking about you a, a size seven, you know, or, or right. that you actually have a job. Right. Because <laughs> I remember, so like back in the day before we had, you know, filters and all of this stuff, it was all you had was the angles, right? So yep, angle. Every, uh. the, <laughs> the above head angle that made everything look smaller than it was, or you could hide things that you wanted to hide. Yes. And, you know, now you can nip and tuck in, you know, there's a million apps for it, literally. And, like, you know, I might throw, like, I like putting, like, if I put, like, I always put, like, a few pictures, like, I have one of me smiling, one of me doing something, one of me, two of me that are full body, one with people that I know, and one that's a Snapchat filter. Right. Just to show that I'm fucking goofy. Um, <laughs> like, so, like, and I don't touch anything. Up. Like, I keep everything, you know, hey, you, what, you, what you see is what you get. And, like, now it's like, look, I understand that you want to hide certain things. But if you put out that you're one thing and you are a completely different thing, and this goes for men and women, because I have friends so, like, I know back in the day, especially with guys, guys lie about their height all the time. Like, you know, dude will put he's six foot two and he's five foot nine on his profile. And it's like, she's going to find out, guy. <laughs> she, she's. My bad. I'm back. Oh, you're good. You're good. Uh, but, yeah, like, she's going to find out if you're, you know, if you lied about your height. Like, if you say that you're six foot two and you are only five foot nine, not really it's much. come out. It's going to come out. It's going to come out. So, like, and that's one of those things where you have, uh, you know, like, all the different things. And, you know, you can nip and tuck this. And, like, I like I, I hate to do it. Like, I don't, I don't like to, like, demean people online right. when it comes to, like, dating profiles. Because it's like, hey, if you have something that you are not comfortable with, that's fine. Don't. You don't have to put that out there. But if it is an obvious thing, like it's it's, it's kind of tough because it's like you can't have, you know, you put that you are five foot nine and thin, but mm-hmm. then you show up and you are five foot two and 275 pounds. Like that is, you know... That's un- that's uncalled for, man. That's uncalled for. And the thing is, like, there is there is somebody out there that will like you for who you are. But like when you put out this false pretense as to who you are, like that's going to make people angry. You know, that's going to that's going to garner negative reactions when you do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. So 
Yeah, like that's that's one of those things where it's just like, yo, yeah, y'all probably pro- probably shouldn't shouldn't do that. And like, it's so common now too. Like, you know, I have a good eye for this one because I'm a photographer. Two because I'm good at Photoshop. Like, you can you tend to see what the there's like telltale signs if something's been done. <laughs> you know, like one of my favorites is like. You know, a bunch of celebrities do this too. Like they'll post a picture on Instagram and especially if they're behind something that has like lines on it mm-hmm. and you can see that the line is curved up or or has been warped because they tried to make one part of their body look smaller or bigger. Uh, and it's just like, yo, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> like, see, this this is one of those back in my days, man. Back in my day, we didn't have to worry about people doctoring their photos like this. Like right. all we had to worry about was whether or not it was them. Right, <laughs> exactly. We just had to make sure that they were, and like you had those occurrences where you had guys that would, and you could usually tell, like, oh, when it's that phone time to make the phone call, and then they've mm-hmm. got a million excuses as to why they don't, and then finally it was like, aha, I knew it. <laughs> like, I, I, I knew, uh, I had an idea. I just had to make sure. I had to make sure that this is what I thought it was. Right. And so, but yeah, yeah, it's an uh. Call come came with the territory of uh, online dating back and like this is before the days of GPS and all that fine stuff. So how do these people do it now, man? Seriously, it's like, tough, that- dude. As someone that currently does it, it is uh, like because it's it's weird because you have such a different how certain certain things are now considered desirable that weren't desirable five years ago you know like like so uh like a lot of this whole like like some people will just want somebody to chill and they get along with uh or like one of the so one of the things that i hate the most is the people like especially like if i see because this is on men and women's sides so and I've heard this from like a lot of my chill female friends too, that are like, like I keep running into people that are like, I'm trying to build an empire with somebody. I'm like, I'm not trying to build a fucking empire. I'm just trying to meet somebody that I get along with. That's it. You know, <laughs> like real you know, simple, yeah, like, real, real, real basic, like, real basic. And it's like, you know, sure. There's somebody out there for you. If that's what you're looking for. But you have like folks that have these like crazy, you know, you have to be, popping you have to have all this stuff like you have to have like these, you gotta check the boxes you got to check all these boxes you have to be you know you can't be lame you have to have you have to make so much money like i know especially like around here like you just have some women that are like oh yeah you have to be like a dope boy you have to be you know like extra hood and i'm like that's not cool like um like i grew up you know when you have like especially with the younger younger uh folks like the the people that are just coming out of their teens mm-hmm. and you know uh they idolize like the you know 21 savages and the kodak blacks and the you know lean sipping xanax popping you know brain dead types and they're like oh yeah you got you gotta uh, you gotta be like them and i'm like yo that's not a lifestyle that's going to last like so i gotta be dead is what you're telling me okay. right i was like you i was like you literally want me to be a junkie huh okay what no, thanks you like if that's what you want to do cool that's on you not i (laughs) but 
yeah, man, it is a uh, yeah. It's 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 interesting meandering through the different types, especially since you have so many like different designations as far as uh, sexuality mm-hmm. and gender uh, specifics and such. Now too is like it, like I am a very open minded person, right? You know, like I am very you know do whatever makes you happy. But there are often times where I'll see things on like profiles. So, for instance, like, let me go on OK Cupid real quick so I can actually give you an idea as to like how complex things were are now as far as like. Uh, so well, the questionnaire in OK Cupid always used to crack me up back in the day. Like, right. that would crack me up. I'm like, wait percentages like enemy right yeah what right so now because back in the day you had straight gay bisexual that's it Mm. all you had so now on okay cupid to select from you have straight gay bisexual asexual demisexual heteroflexible homoflexible lesbian pansexual queer questioning sapiosexual well then right then you have, like with gender options, you have woman, man, agender, androgynous, bigender, cis man, cis woman, gender fluid, gender queer, gender non-confirming, hydra, intersex, non-binary, other, pangender, trans feminine, transgender, transmasculine, transsexual, trans man, trans woman, two spirits. Two spirits? Two spirit. Like they took it back to like old school Native, Native American stuff. Like, What does that mean? Two spirit is essentially the term that people use for... Uh, men that I want to make sure I'm not saying it incorrect, but essentially like men that felt that felt they were supposed to be women and women that felt they were supposed to be men, they were considered to have two spirits inhabiting their bodies, mm. which completely get completely get it exists amongst others. It existed in tribal in tribes in Africa. It exists in India and a bunch of other places too. Um, that concept at least, but like now, you know, like when I go to a profile, like I don't, there are often times where I don't know how to interact with the people at times. Cause like, it's sometimes the concepts are so foreign to me or like, you know, then you'll have like, there are some people like, and I hate, I don't do any profile with anybody that only sticks to a specific social group. Right. Like just can't. So like. Anybody that says, I only date black people, I only hang out with black people, we ain't gonna work. Nope. Like, it's just not gonna happen. Like, if, and then, like, you'll have amongst queer profiles, you have, I only wanna date queer people, I only wanna be around queer people. And I was like, that's not gonna work either. Like, it's, we got, like, there has to be a balance. Like, life is all about balances. And if you, you know, keep yourself in a bubble, you know, you're never gonna get out of the bubble. Exactly. You will never get out of the bubble. So, so yeah, <laughs> like it's it's you know outside of like just the whole other social things as far as like you know what I'm into and so on and so forth, like having this new complexity amongst things is like, huh, this is interesting. I'm not exactly sure how to how to go about this <laughs> at times, you know. You know, to quote to quote Roger Murtaugh, I'm definitely gonna say it. I'm too old for this ish. Right. <laughs> There's just way, way too many things going on right now in the online dating community, man. That is just Yeah, it's it's a 
like compared to what it was. And that's the thing. I have been around for the entirety of <laughs> online dating. So I can actually like, <laughs> you know, I can actually like, well, back, well, back when it first started, <laughs> like I remember back, I remember when Facebook, you actually had to be in college to be on Facebook. Yes. And when oh Facebook God. first started, started my college was not in, uh, was not eligible for Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's it's been an interesting run as far as like online dating, social media, so on and so forth. And like I've met cool people and this thing, I have met some amazing people. I've met people either from online dating that I've worked with, whether it be uh like on just friendly type stuff, or like mm-hmm. I've done, you know, there's been women that I initially started dating on prof on online dating or through Twitter or Instagram that eventually all right, we just figured out this isn't working and we still will do stuff like I'll do photo shoots for them and so on and so forth. And like, you know, still meet cool people. But then it's just like you have like for every 10 great ones, you have that one really, really out there situation where it's just like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's been you, you took me back with the Mijente and the uh, Black Planet. Man, back in the days of, oh, yeah, don't forget to sign my G-spot. Oh, my God, my guest book. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's funny. And I saw the other thing, too. There's actually somebody uh, that on uh, Twitter. You actually saw them earlier on my uh, <laughs> in the little conversation that I had on Twitter about how I said I've known them for over oh, yeah, 10 years. Oh, yeah, 10 years online. Yeah. yeah. Because there was another website called Paxed that we ran randomly stumbled up upon, which was similar to like the Black Planets and the uh, Mijentes. It was another that was predominantly uh, urban youth, and like you know, met like I said, met some amazing people through that. She was one of those people, and like it's crazy to see like because we had lost touch for like shit, like five six years. And then just like about a year or two ago, like I keep seeing this person pop up on my timeline. I was like, what the fuck is that? Sensible, uh, you know, sensible tweet. Sure enough. We were just like, oh my God. <laughs> How things have come full circle. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's online dating thing and just social networking thing. As well, well, now people use it, use Twitter for dating now, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sliding into your oh, DMs. Yeah. Sliding into the DMs. Which for me is just like, like, because for me, that is mind-boggling because I am literally just like vomiting thoughts on Twitter. <laughs> right? Like, it's like with me, I will go from cute dog video to uh, a dude that has done an amazing job contouring his face to RuPaul's Drag Race gifs to pro wrestling to me cursing about the <laughs> about the president to me just blurting out relationship advice and other nonsense and then posting you know I just saw a snail eating a booger on the sidewalk <laughs> and I'm like. And like I've seen other profiles where people are just like, just post nonsense, and they've met somebody through Twitter, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? What is this? <laughs> this place is so weird. 
Yeah, Twitter in and of itself, and you can do a whole show on just Twitter interactions. Oh but God! Just, just if we keep it just on the on the dating tip, it's it, it's like okay, it's sort of like what we talked about earlier about you have women's profiles who are inundated with thousands of, of creepy ass messages and the same cut and paste like. Hey, baby, you know, yeah. like back way back in the day where you didn't specify or change up your profile, you know. So whenever people tell me they use Twitter for dating purposes, I'm thinking, how? How, how do you sort through all the garbage to get to something good? Right. Like, honestly, it is the it's the it's for me, it's just one of the craziest things. Like, I, I couldn't I could not imagine being a young right now. And mm -hmm. trying to date through Twitter or Instagram, like I just couldn't do it. Like I, I, I am not built uh, for this type of stuff. Like it's just not. It's just not for me. You know, I'll stick to my OK Cupids and my Tinder yeah. for the time being. Like oh, he's like right. picture, and then he then he screenshotted it. And right. then, what? What? Right. what? What are you? What language is this? Like right. Yeah. <laughs> like there'll be like I still don't know how to use Snapchat properly. Like. You know, and I've I've I have friends and family members that are like, oh yeah, I met somebody through Snapchat. And I'm like, dude, I don't even fucking know how to use that app properly. How, how do I you just, make it through Snapchat? I was like, I just like taking pictures with the filters so I can have a flower crown. Like shit. Like I don't I don't understand the rest of this. I look shit. Like a cat. All right, cool. But how'd you get with some what? Because you know that's the misconception about Snapchat is that everyone thinks that you use it just to get laid. Right. Because everything like disappears after about like 24 hours. Right, right. So when people tell me, oh, yeah, I met them on Snapchat and they were really cool, I'm thinking, what? How? Why? Right. And then like, and that's the other thing too, is like the whole, like we are, how we were talking about the instant gratification earlier, mm -hmm. like how you have folks that like, you have fallen for somebody over a seven second clip. Like that to me is mind blowing. I do not like what? Like it and it shows just how like how social media has like completely changed how people interact and how they, you know, consume uh things in the world. It's just like we have been crazy, man. We have been taken down to seven second clips or however long the clips are on Snapchat. And it's just like wow. <laughs> what is going on here? Stop. Just just stop people. You know what? Go outside. Meet someone in real life. How about that? Yeah. It's yeah, it's 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 crazy. But you know, still have some still have have met cool people recently. Of course. It's, so it's 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 still working out pretty well, you know, until shit changes to where it's like completely all bad. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll keep doing it. I'll keep doing it for now. But well, you're a better person than most, man, because that's not this sounds like a glutton for punishment situation. I hey, I'm I am very much a glutton for punishment. <laughs> that, that is one of my character flaws. So. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think that's a pretty good uh good this place. And it's oh yeah, man, always fun talking to you. So I, of course I will have you back on in the future for other subjects and such. You know, I'm Oh, by the way, just before we get out of here, the uh SpongeBob thing you showed me. Amazing. I didn't know what the hell I was looking at. I'm like, wait a minute. Did they just make him into a Patrick into a samurai? Yes. And then they had the Naruto run with SpongeBob in the desert. And I'm like, amazing. What is happening? 
amazing. What about Winston thinks? I'll check in with Winston. Oh yeah, yeah. That is like because that was it was really well done too. That's the best part about it. Oh yeah, you could tell. I was like, you know, and the guy did that. Like, I hope he went when I checked earlier today, he had like less than like 200 followers and he's got like 5k now just over the 24 hour period like he's he needs to go ahead and set up a gofundme and, and you do know more of that yep i will more that pay for those i will pay him to do that it was amazing but uh yeah like this is probably this is the direction that i'm going to take the podcast and now i am i'll talk about wrestling from time to time but mm-hmm. i am probably going to have it to where i'll choose subjects and I'll just talk about it with my pro wrestling friends. So, you know, this is uh, where it's go. going to so go. For everyone who doesn't know who I am, you can find me at Dare to be Damien on Twitter. I am the host of Last Mark Standing Indie Pop. I'm also on WBAI here in New York City talking uh, politics and psychology. So, I, like as DEO said, I get around. So, yeah. I'm busy. Yeah, yeah. And he is one of the more intellectual people on uh, in pro wrestling Twitter. Uh, so thank you, sir. Appreciate you know, it. Like, cause we, it, it, it's, it's, it's tough to find more people like us in that realm because I, I don't know whether it's the, like the fact that you have to dispense as you have to, uh, what's, what's the phrase, uh, when you're looking at pro wrestling, uh, suspend your disbelief, suspend your disbelief of reality for the time being. Like, I. Uh, a lot of times that carries over to their real lives and they suspend disbelief in real life too. And it is, uh, it's a bad thing. <laughs> it's a bad yeah, thing that's a little much, man, when it gets to that level, but I digress. That's another story for another day. Yes. Yeah, so I appreciate you having me on. Thank you very nope. much. No problem, man. Definitely have to do it again. All right. We'll talk soon. Yeah.